But my message here for people who are listening to it is to think about the overall cost from the start. Mm -hmm. Think about the security from the start and work with something already pre-certified. That will help a lot. Work with semiconductor companies who already integrated the software. Welcome to Afnet Silica's We Talk IoT. We'll chat with innovators, experts, and business owners to learn how they are implementing IoT and using data to create new business opportunities. I am your host, Stephanie Ruth Hader. In today's dynamic B2B landscape, connectivity, interoperability and scalability aren't just buzzwords. They're prerequisites for success. Enter Meta, a groundbreaking smart home standard set to redefine how businesses approach IoT and smart technology. Today, I am very happy to welcome Guillaume Pouli from NXP uh, to the show. Um, great to have you here. And uh, we'll be diving into how Meta is shaping the business ecosystem, the opportunities it brings to the table for enterprises, and what its adoption could mean for the future of smart tech integration. Uh, welcome to the show, Gunya. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Why don't you kick us off by introducing yourself and what you do at NXP? Yeah, sure. So I'm Gina, I'm working for NXP as a regional marketing manager for wireless connectivity product. So I'm mainly focused on uh, everything which is without cables, let's say. <laughs> so it could be Wi-Fi, could be uh, Bluetooth, other technologies. So of course, matter is uh, in the heart of many discussion I have mm -hmm. lately with customers and also in the internal strategy. Okay. Can you briefly for some people who might not have heard about Meta, explain what it is and um, why it is so important. Yeah. So basically, so far in a smart home environment, you had several ecosystems coexisting. For example, you have a home kit from Apple, just to name maybe the most popular. You have the SmartThings ecosystem from Samsung. All those different ecosystems were not able to communicate altogether. They worked in, in a silo, mm. if you want. And matter, that's the main goal of matter is to ensure interoperability. So practically speaking, it's a software layer working on top of the existing software structure, let's say, which enables customers and customers to buy any device from any manufacturer and being able to communicate all together in the same network. So that's the main purpose of Matter. So it's like a glue or a secret ingredient that will then make every other devices uh, seamlessly work together, right? Exactly. Customers will be able to, let's say, to mix and match products from different brands without uh, worrying about interoperability and uh, communication. Yeah, and That's really cool news for a consumer. Also myself, I've uh, tried to experiment with some smart home things in my apartment, which of course is uh, limited to the rooms and the uh, things you could actually do. But still, I'm quite happy with the setup, how it works up and how it works together. But yeah, it used to be like you had all these bridges under hidden under cupboards for the music system had, they had a different standard. And then, yeah, as you mentioned, the Apple HomeKit, and then you have a different light bulb and a different socket. And then you basically had needed a room full of all these bridges and extra extra connectivity sockets, right? 
Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. I'm also facing the same problem like anyone else, I guess. <laughs> so, of course, uh, Matter is great to solve this kind of issue, yeah. And from a business perspective, how do you see Meta reshaping um, the, the landscape? So, uh, it, uh, of course, Matter is very new. Uh, the first release occurred, if I remember well, in November last year, in fall. Mm. So, it's very new, but we see already big names adopting the standard. So the standard is defined, by the way, by uh, by the CSA Alliance. Mm -hmm. And you have uh, today more than 500 companies as part of the alliance. So uh, I mentioned the big names, Apple, Samsung, Google. We also have Amazon and other big names. Of course, uh, NXP is, is part of it. And we have uh, an active role in, in specifying the standards. So really, this new standard is pushed by big names And we see more and more companies uh, joining the effort, designing products, or at least adding uh, the matter compatibility in existing products. So I would say it's generating a lot of discussion. It's pushing also customers to innovation. Mm -hmm. That's the key point because at the end, how a company doing, I don't know, for example, a smart bubble, how can you differentiate from your competitor? Mm -hmm. So it also opens new discussions to customers on how they can innovate and how they can differentiate. And this is something which has been generated by the adoption of this new standard. Interesting. I know it's new and uh, has only been public since end of last year. But are there already some standout use cases where Meta plays a different role? Yeah. So today... Uh, Matter is very new and, and not all device profiles are, are supported so far. So today you have smart bubbles, smart speakers, uh, for example, uh, dimmers or heat or ventilation systems. And of course, there is still some gap today, but uh, we can expect from uh, with the next coming release that more devices will be added. Without sharing any secret, we can expect that robot vacuums will be added, cameras, uh, doorbell cameras, white goods. This is also an important mm. part of the market, everything around the appliance. So in the next coming release, we will see more and more devices adopted and of course more companies will join the alliance and adopt the standard so i am quite optimistic on the future of matter and for manufacturers um, as you said there are more and more appliances coming into maybe washing machines dishwashers i suppose yeah that would be kind of cool but also like for that would be also interesting for industry purposes like in hotels that would be a really cool innovation if you could uh, yeah that's probably the next step so today The use case and the supported device are smart home device, purely smart mm. home device. But of course, uh, we can expect the alliance to explore new markets and new applications. So it could be smart buildings, as you say, and, and also uh, also industrial. Mm -hmm. And that is probably going to be the next step, let's say more in middle to long term for the future of the standard. Yeah. Okay. So at the moment, it would be more interesting for manufacturers of consumer-oriented products. Yeah. Okay. And uh, understood. And How, as a manufacturer, would I be starting to look to integrate Meta into one of my devices? Are there primary steps or challenges that I should be aware of if I wanted to explore the, this new world? Yeah, that's a good question and actually a very vast question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course. 
So today, if you want to get started with a new design for a matter compatible device, first, I would say the choice of the silicon and the hardware is very important. Mm -hmm. First, you need to have enough memory to integrate matter stack, let's say, plus your application layer. So memory requirement is an important topic. And the second topic, which is important, is security. So there are some security criteria as part of the matter standards, and you need to think about it from the start. Mm -hmm. So you have several, let's say, scenarios possible. Discussing security could take an hour, honestly, but it's important uh, for customers to think about it from the start. So if they want to minimize the risk and to minimize the cost and the development time, NXP provides some pre-certified platforms, which will save, as I said, some development time and also some cost in the certification. Because at the end, developing from a pre-certified platform will help to minimize those costs because you don't need anymore to run the full testing. So you will save some costs. But that would be my recommendation. And also something I forgot to mention is to select, uh, let's say, the right connectivity type. Because mm -hmm. today, Matter supports Wi-Fi. It also supports Thread, so the 802.15.4 connectivity type, and also Bluetooth. But Bluetooth is more for, uh, let's say, commissioning and connecting a new device inside mm -hmm. a, an existing Matter network. So selecting the right technology for connectivity is going to be a trade-off between performance, between power consumption, between range. So uh, again, this is going to be the first step and the hardware selection will depend on that criteria. And are there any challenges or obstacles you anticipate, maybe also in the process of the adoption of the new standard? That's also a good question. So I mentioned that security, this mm. is going to be a challenge because honestly, when I'm discussing with customers, as soon as I'm talking about security, some of them say, yes, we want to secure, <laughs> to have security, but basically they don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, of course, we are here to guide them. Certification, but as I said, you can minimize the risk by using a pre-certified platforms. And also the challenge for many companies already in the smart home market and already having devices deployed in the field is... How can I make my new matter device backward compatible with the existing device? Because of course, you cannot say to an end customer, you can put all the existing device in the trash. Now you have to buy a new one. That's of course not possible. Mm. They need here to have a bridge between the existing, I would say, legacy devices and the new matter network. And building a bridge is also uh, a key, something key for many companies. Uh, as I said, already using proprietary protocols, Zigbee, or let's say non-IP or non-matter compatible connectivity types. We will take a short break. Stay with us. We will be hearing from our guests very shortly. This podcast is brought to you by Afnet Silica, the engineers of evolution. We help you bring secure, intelligent, and connected products to market. If you want to learn more about us, we have put information and links in this episode show notes. And you can also connect with us on LinkedIn or avnet-silica.com. That's A-V-N-E-T-S-I-L-I-C-A.com.
Do you know of any really cool first examples you have seen um, with Meta? Something that really inspired you and said, wow, this is a very, this is exactly why we need this and this is exactly why this will be so cool. Yeah, yeah. We built a demo at NXP showing the interoperability and this is really the coolest thing, I believe, for Matter. So basically, in this demo, you have the possibility to drive It's a small LED communicated through using a thread protocol and you have the possibility to switch in on or off using either the Amazon Echo or the Google Nest Hub. So you see, you can mix the different devices from different brands and it works and you can control a device from different controllers. Let's say matter controllers, which are not from the same brand. And in the same way, you can also control this light from a tablet using a specific app. So interoperability, I mean, this is really nice because at the end, you don't need to go to a shop and say, okay, I'm not compatible with everything. I need to be careful when I select <laughs> the yeah. device. And that's really the coolest thing I would say. So this is an example with a light bubble, but it can be with anything, of course. And is there any feature or innovation that you would really like to see in the future of the Meta protocol? So today, really, what customers who want to adopt the new standard are asking is adding new devices. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, I think, the main challenge. Uh, for example, a couple of days ago, I was discussing with a customer doing uh, video doorbells. Mm -hmm. And today it's not supported in the standard. So he told me, okay, I, I want to start, but when is this going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> so we really have more and more companies who want to be part of it. And the main challenge for the next coming release, I think, will be to add new devices And also, of course, as it is a very new standard to correct some issues and improve, uh, I don't know, power consumption for sleeping devices, for example. I think that's going to be the next steps. And do you have any advice for businesses or developers um, looking to dive into the ecosystem, where to start and what to do? Yeah, so developing new device, of course, has a cost. You need to consider the overall cost. So it's hardware, but it's also certification. So yeah, my advice would be to really consider the overall cost. I see many companies wants to be as low cost as possible, but they mainly focus on hardware design and they don't consider a software development cost. Mm -hmm. They don't consider certification cost and also certification time. I can tell you uh, certifying a Wi-Fi product can be really painful, for example, First, because it can be a long process, especially with the new Wi-Fi 6 standard, which is more complex than previous version of the Wi-Fi, can be really painful. And at the end, the development cost will be very high if it takes you one year, one year and a half to develop a product. So my recommendation would be to also consider modules because you can find mm -hmm. in the market modules which are already pre-certified. And again, the goal is to minimize the risk and accelerate time to market and accelerate certification. Why is certification so complicated? Sorry to interrupt you. I mean, developing radio and wireless connectivity can be complex because you need to uh, uh, be compliant uh, with the existing standards. So in terms of radio performance, in terms of coexistence. This is also a key topic. Practically speaking, the favorite radio frequency band is the 2.4 gigahertz, which is used by Wi-Fi, by Bluetooth, by thread. So you can have many, many, many devices <laughs> working all together in the same frequency band. 
And the good thing is that you can find in the market at NXP in particular devices with radio integrated where coexistence is, uh, is handled in hardware. So it simplifies a lot also the development and the certification effort. Yeah, that's really the main challenge. Yeah. Now I'm, uh, some question about security came into mind. Once I have connected my smart home and now it's not only my smart speakers and my light bulbs, but now it's also my washing machine and my doorbell. Um, I suppose there are different security features that, um, that um, now come to mind that I haven't maybe th haven't thought about, about before, right? The, the risk is that probably a hacker could, I don't know, hack into my washing machine and flood my apartment or what is the security issue behind this? Absolutely. When you increase the number of connected devices in your home, of course, you are increasing the attack surface mm -hmm. and the potential attack. Yeah. And the good thing is that, as I said, Matter is integrating security features and security criteria. So first, when you connect a new device to an existing network, you need, of course, to authenticate this new device. So uh, you have a feature such as a unique ID and you have a security based on key pairs and on certificates. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is for connecting a new device and also matter ensure the security of during communication. So when a device is communicating with the rest of the network, you have the possibility and you have to cipher the communication. So this is also something which is part of the standard. Okay. Security is an important topic also because, as I said, you need to deal with, uh, with keys. So you need to have uh, protected memory areas in the hardware. You also need to handle certificates. So those certificates need to be generated by a CSA Alliance approved authority. NXP is an approved authority. So we are able to generate those certificates for customers and to also program it into the device. Okay. Because if you want to do by yourself, you need to set up a complete infrastructure, a complete secured infrastructure. And for small companies, could be a very important cost. And that's why NXP can take care of it. I also thought of another dimension where security might be interesting, but I don't know if that's maybe just uh, my fantasy. With now more and more people working in the home office, And more and more people being tech savvy, especially in our industry, having smart home appliances. Do you think that it would at one point be um, of the employer's interest to say, guys, if you have a smart home at home, please use a VPN when you log in with your uh, work computer? Or maybe a hacker could, an industry spionage thing could happen from somebody hacked into my coffee machine and then <laughs> stole all my uh, my company's data. Yeah, absolutely. It could be, we see, and I personally see uh, more and more security implemented in my device, in my personal company devices. So yeah, absolutely. That could become something uh, mandatory for employees working from home, uh, like me. <laughs> cool. So if you would have to put together a playlist or a soundtrack for this episode, what songs would be on it? Uh, should be something with matter. Maybe an album from Metallica called Nothing Else Matters, if I if I remember well. That could be a great... That's quite fitting, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
could be a good fit. And also, you know, I, I'm a French guy living on the seaside, so I like to chill on the coast. And there is also a, an album from Tracy Chapman, so very different from Metallica called Matters of Heart. Oh, cool. Could be also okay. a, a possibility. So yeah, Metallica or Tracy Chapman, choice is yours. <laughs> Very nice. Well, it's a playlist, so you can you don't have to decide. We can just put them all on there. The idea is to try and have then at one point an IoT playlist with all the songs that the guests uh, mentioned would be on their soundtrack and see what we come up with. That's just a fun experiment. So thank you for being a part of it. <laughs> thank you. So thank you, Guilla. This was um, super exciting and interesting. Thanks so much for taking the time being on the show. And uh, yeah, then... I wish you a happy and relaxing weekend. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Thank you again for having me. My pleasure. This was Avnet Silica's We Talk IoT. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating. Talk to you soon. Bye.